You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Week number three is in the book. It is a wrap last night with the Eagles going down to the Cowboys. Dak looked good. Dallas looked good. They are heavy favorites to win the NFC East. Uh, as they should be. Joe Ostrowski with you at BetQL Daily on Twitter. We are live on the Odyssey app, live on Twitch, twitch.tv slash BetQL, and also on the Odyssey Sports YouTube page. We bring in one of our favorites, Simon Hunter, at Simon Hunter, T-A-N on Twitter, an NFL pro better, and he co-hosts a favorites podcast with Chad Millman. They do the show a couple times a week, an enjoyable listen. I know they always uh, put out a Tuesday episode for earlier in the week thoughts, and then uh, they do later in the week on thursday uh simon was it a tough one to uh to get through last night as as your eagles didn't really have much of a shot oh yeah they're definitely uh hard to watch and hurt the wallet i uh i hit the number four and a half i hit it again at four and i hit it again at three and a half so i, I lost a decent amount of money in the, the eagles last night but that's um that's one of those where i i, I do think you know, week one, we all overrate certain teams, and I kind of, I kind of got bit by the Eagles. Where coming in the year, I was just down on them, and then after one week, I go, you know what, this team actually might be good. No, no, they're exactly who we thought they were. Yeah, I remember we were talking uh, preseason, and there were a lot of people that were making cases for Philadelphia to go over six and a half wins. They're sitting one and two after three games. Maybe it, maybe it's what you expected, uh, record wise. But do you think that's dead for people that jumped in on over six and a half? Yeah, if you just look at their upcoming schedule, even again, we can say because they're in a weak division, maybe they'll get away with it. But yeah. we're playing the NFC South and we're playing the AFC West. I mean, both both those divisions are pretty good. So it, it's it's just not going to break well for the Eagles this season. Again, a lot of Eagles fans, like m- myself included, we just thought it was a year where we'll see what Hurts has. Either Hurts is our starter or we'll have a bunch of first-round draft picks and we'll just get a new kid in here. So... I think right now that that that, that definitely the biggest takeaway is he he looks lost and Sirianni looks lost. Uh, one of my takeaways from week three, Simon, is uh, back in week two, they didn't want to give us any teasers. Last week they gave us a ton of options, and they all hit. And I'm looking right now at the week four card with with the lines that we're presented with here on this Tuesday, and there are a lot of teaser options. Once again, uh, d- did you hit a bunch of those teasers last week? Yeah, I felt too easy last week. I think I went 5-0 and or 6-0 right. on ones I personally bet on teasers. <laughs> it, it was uh, a great week for the public. I, I talked to multiple bookmakers. I, I saw a bunch of bookmakers Monday morning, and I had a couple guys text me this morning. Uh, they actually got killed this weekend. Uh, they lost big last night. The public was all in on the Cowboys. The public was all in on Green Bay. The mm-hmm. Ravens teasers hit. The Denver's teasers were easy. All these big favorites last week covered. And you see these lines open this week, Joe. Oh, my God. Is it trapped <laughs> all over the place. I, I I think all these people are about to give all this money back because you have a ton of home dogs this week and a big a lot of big favorites. Um, it, it, we're due. We are due. You're in Survivor Contest, too. We haven't had that real big early knockout like we did last year with the Colts losing to the Jaguars week one. We're due for one of those. So I would tell people, you're one of these people that like doing these really chalky big teasers. Please be careful this weekend. The, the bookmakers are setting you up. 
Okay, uh, I'm glad. We're on the same page as far as Survivor. So let, let's jump there before we get to breaking down some of these matchups and the lines that we have. Everyone's going to be on the Bills. No matter what Survivor pool you're in, they're going to be on the Bills. They're favored by 16.5 against Houston. People are going to say, don't overthink it. It's about surviving and advancing. But I'll tell you, we've got four, four games right now that have point spread more than a seven, excluding that Buffalo one. Then a few other that are right around six. So I'm going to avoid Buffalo, assuming that uh, the survivor pools that I'm in, I'm not counting Circa because Buffalo plays on Thanksgiving, so people are going to save Buffalo. Uh, but in the other ones, don't you think 80% are going to be on the Bills? Yeah, that, that definitely was the first one that jumped out to me. I, I'm, I'm actually going to save them too. I'll save them for the Jets. What really, really stared out, popped out to me was we. I think you were on the same thing. We did Carolina on Thursday. I, yep. I kind of like the Cincy on Thursday against the Jaguars team. It's uh, <laughs> even if they even if they might not cover that number. It's just I don't think any of us can see scenarios where Cincinnati loses. Uh, Urban Meyer just seems completely out of touch. He's now been outscored in the second half all three of these games this year. He's just been dominating the second half. He doesn't know how to make adjustments. Lawrence just keeps turning the ball over. So. I'll, I'll probably end up being on the Jaguars 7.5 because it's going to be such public money coming on Cincinnati. But for Survivor Contest, it, it just jumps out to you. It's like, when else are you going to take the Bengals? This, this is the easiest matchup they have all year. Yep. Yeah, I was looking ahead, and in Week 8, they visit the Jets, and that's the only other one you could make a case for. And I don't even know that you want to take the Bengals on the road. That's, that's like one of the things I try to stay away from. I mean, we did it. Yeah. With Carolina against Houston, but that whole first half, I think all of us were just like, "Oh my God, what have we uh-huh. done?" So that's that's the tough part taking these road favorites. You're just always sweating a little longer. All right, uh, you said traps, games that scare you. I know exactly what you're saying because I was talking about it uh, with Paul Aspen. I I do the circa million with him. Just these all these seven and a halves. I'm just staring at them, and I don't feel comfortable. You just mentioned Cincinnati, seven and a half. Titans, seven and a half. Chiefs, now it's seven and a half at your Eagles. And then the Saints, really? The Saints are seven and a half point favorites? They are at home. First game uh, in the Superdome because they're getting the Giants. Yeah, and we, we joke all the time about Danny Dimes. He covers on the road, so that's an early line. I jumped right on. I jumped on that seven and a half. I actually took the, I believe I got the Chiefs minus six, six and a half against the Eagles, and it bumped now up to the seven and a half. That's actually one of the ones I'll, I'll do that chalky teaser because who, who sees the Chiefs losing three straight games? No. If it, if it takes me losing money on that, I, I'm fine with it. Um, I just can't see a world where they lose three straight games with Mahomes as their quarterback. But that Titans one's the one that jumps out. The, the, Every time this happens with the Titans, all right, they just had a huge win in Seattle. They came home, dominated, they had three turnovers. They still beat the Colts. And now they're going to play the Jets, who everyone has given up on. I don't think the Jets have scored, uh, what was it? They haven't scored a touchdown in six quarters, something like that, where everyone's out in the Jets. All these rookie quarterbacks are all terrible. And this is when I have to go in. I have to take the Jets here. This is so typical of, you know, one of these teams, like we just talked about, they're going to lose straight out. And I see a lot of people taking the Titans in their survival pool. So this is one of my favorite ones where this is a nice little upset special here with the Jets. Yeah, people are just going to blindly go against the Jets. Uh, Titans with that defense on the road, laying more than a touchdown 
uh, that's pretty scary. Uh, so we, we address some of the public action that's coming in. I mean, the most public game is going to be the island game, right? Everybody's going to bet on Tom Brady uh, to stick it to Belichick, Sunday Night Football, and Foxborough, right? It's going to get to seven? I think it will. And I'm like, like this is like classic case where I'll probably be me and four other guys on the Patriots. Not fun. I'm with people here. Go go lose your money on Tom Brady. Um, how does he not beat them by 30? I mean, this guy, he's the ultimate competitor. The skill level difference right now, the Patriots just aren't a good team. This is one of those teams we came in the year we talked about. We, we really weren't seeing it where a lot of people were hyping it up, talking about how easy of a schedule it had, how good it will be for them. And I just looked at it and I said, well, they have a, a rookie quarterback and a lot of new pieces on this team. I don't think it's going to be as easy as people think. Man, they, they, look, they look lost right now, this quarterback. And the Buccaneers coming off that kind of big loss, you have to take the page. I mean, uh, the Buccaneers. I get why people are taking them. So that's, that's one of those where I'm going to be smart. I'm going to take the seven when it gets to it with the Patriots, and I'll have the Buccaneers tease with the Chiefs. That just feels like the easy teaser of the week. You take the teasers, you tease the Chiefs, and you tease the Buccaneers. I just took a look at FanDuel, Simon, and we're at seven now. Yeah, it's going to yeah. keep going. I mean, why why would you yeah. not be betting him against in this matchup? It's it's literally this is what Brady does. He just he kind of takes away everything, you know. Any hope you have, he's just going to take away. So hey, you can maybe do a sneaky play. He'll be overwhelmed in the first half, and maybe that's where you take the Patriots. But for the full game, I just cannot see a scenario the Buccaneers lose this game. Uh, this is BetQL Daily. Joe Ostrowski with you. My guest, Simon Hunter, at Simon Hunter Tan on Twitter, co-host of the Favorites Podcast with Chad Millman. He's an NFL pro better. So uh, the Steelers have been a hard fade. I, I was against the Steelers coming into the season. They're worse than I thought. Just what we've seen over the last couple of weeks. They surprised people with that win over the Bills, but just pathetic the last two weeks. Have, has the market gone too far against the Steelers? They are now six-and-a-half-point underdogs against Aaron Rodgers in the pack. We got another pro game. As a professional, I'll be taking that number because, of course, it's overinflated right now. The People are not really respecting this Pittsburgh defense at all, and they're giving a little too much respect to this uh, Green Bay defense. I, I, I'm with – like, I get what the public is saying. Roethlisberger legitimately looks cooked. The guy cannot make passes that, you know, every, any, any quarterback can make in this league. So – uh, I understand what they're coming from, but just playing off the numbers, this line's about two, three points too high. So it, it's it, it's a little where this is kind of one of those you have to just trust the, the sports books because they know what they're doing with these lines. And like we just talked about, last week was a great week for the public. They're, they're laying some traps this week. So this feels like one of these lines they inflated just because of teasers. So I feel like I'm getting really good value here on this number with, the, with Pittsburgh. Simon, anytime the Cowboys impress on national TV, you know what the public's going to do. They're going to come in next week, and they're going to back that star, especially after winning some Monday on Monday, Monday night football, going against undefeated Carolina. And, uh, you know, those lines, when they're hanging around five, I'm always wondering, all right, which direction is that one going to go? Uh, wh- what do you think about Cowboys favored by five against the Panthers? I actually love this game because I feel like we're going to learn a lot about both these teams from this matchup. Um, this will really be the first – again, you could say Chargers defense is good. They're, they're, they're not really 
not as great as I thought. They're going to be Chargers defense where Carolina has really exceeded expectations. And, again, they've only played the Jets, the Saints, and Houston. So we're going to learn real quick, is Carolina for real? Or are they kind of one of those guys that, you know, just like Denver might be, it's just all scheduled. That's why this team is what they are. But you have to. You have to take Carolina here. Like you just said, this line is going to get up to five. It's going to get to five and a half. The public's going to come in heavy on the Cowboys just because of what, what they did to the Eagles. And, you know, extended rest for this uh, Carolina team from the Thursday night, you, you have to really – you have to bet on the better defense here. And I know that Dallas' defense has played well the last two games, but, man, Car- Carolina's defense is for real to me. So, this is one of these where I'll be on Carolina and I'll be on the under in this game because I think both lines are going to be inflated. I think the over is going to be inflated, and I think the Cowboys will be inflated. Simon, the Browns are short road favorites at Minnesota. Vikings get their first win of the year. This number is starting to climb. It's Cleveland minus two. Anything here? Yep. Back, back to the well. Take take the Vikings and teasers again this week. You'll probably get a eight and a half, eight out of six point teaser. Like I, I tried convincing Chad to take them. You love Zimmer at home as a dog. The guy just covers always as a dog at home with this Vikings team. It's just something about that home field where Minnesota might not be that great, but, man, do they play well at home. And, again, of course, the public's going to have all this love for Cleveland. They looked dominant against the Bears team, but I'm sure I haven't talked about that yet. That was more about Nagy sabotaging all of that. So oh. we're, we're kind of getting a good deal here on Minnesota where people are thinking, okay, that was a fluky win. No, that, that was Minnesota really showing people what they can do consistently. So in a shootout game, I'm, I'm surprisingly going to take Kirk over Baker here just because of all the pieces around him. Uh, you hit on Matt Nagy there. We saw a three-point adjustment compared to the look-ahead. The look-ahead was Bears 6. Now it's Bears minus 3. But I think the takeaway here is the Bears are favored against a feisty team, the Detroit Lions, by 3. I loved it too. I bet I bet the look ahead at six. It was a little bit limited. Most books weren't taking that big of bets on it, but I loved yeah. that look ahead. But then after the way the Lions lost, I, again, I know the Bears' loss is incredibly defeating, and it's hard to trust Nagy, where it seems like he's trying to sabotage his team right now. Because mm-hmm. I've watched that game again, and I've never seen <laughs> such bad offensive play calling for an athletic quarterback. It was he was literally treating him like he was Joe Flacco or Nick Foles. Like, none of really Dalton. made sense when Nagy <laughs> Yeah, honestly, he didn't change a single thing. It's it, like completely two different styles of play. So it is scary. Uh, this is one of these where I'm, I'll bet it personally if I'm not going to like giving out the clients or trying to give it out on the podcast. But the Bears are the right side here. You have a team that just plays better at home. It was the same reason we like the Bears against Cincinnati. They're just, they just play better at home always. So – uh, the line will get down hopefully to two and a half because the public will just keep hammering this Lions line because I think everyone feels the same mm-hmm. way you do. This this team is better than we expected. That, there's no doubt that this Lions team is much better than we expected. So it, it's it's a public dog, so I'll, I'll go the other way and I'll take the Bears this week. It worked last time coming off a bad loss in week one against the Rams. At home, short favorite against the Bengals. It worked in week two. Simon, appreciate your time, my man. Thank you so much. That's Simon Hunter, T-A-N on Twitter, NFL Pro Better, co-host of Favorites Podcast via the Action Network with Chad Melmans for The Volume Sports. So make sure you check that out. Coming up next, we've got lightning bets to wrap the show. This is BetQL Daily, Joe Strowski, Aaron Hawksworth. Keep it locked. We are presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.